listeners, welcome to God's Story for Kids. I'm your host. Wait, 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 wait. Don't say it. Okay, but what's going on? Why don't you want me to say my name? Well, let's see if they can guess who we are just by the sounds of our voices. I want to go first. All right, but I bet they're going to know. Kids, listen to the sound of my voice. Who am I? I didn't hear anything. Do you think they got it? I'm sure they did. Say it louder, kids. Who do you think is speaking to you? Oh, I think I heard them that time. I'm Henry. You can call me Hank. And I'm... Wait, wait, wait. Let them guess. Okay. Who do you think this is, kids? You got it. I'm sophisticated. Sophie, for short. So, Hank, what's with the guessing game today? I was just wondering if our listeners knew our voices yet. Yeah, I guess it is a little different since they can't see us. And I have the perfect segue for us. Most people don't announce the segue, Hank. Yeah, but I'm not most people. Are you ready for the segue, Sophie? Hang on, let me pull a Hank here. You got me a segue. I've always wanted one of those. Don't mind me zipping and zooming all over town tomorrow, Hank. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I love it. Hardy har har, Sophie. Now we're way off topic. Okay, well, let's bring it back then. The last important thing you said was you were wondering if our listeners knew our voices yet. Ah, yes. Thank you. Sophie, Did you know there's something in the Bible that talks about how sheep know the voices of their shepherd? Oh, yeah. I've read that before. That's in the New Testament book of John, right? Yeah. From chapter 10. Uh, Let's read it. The one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for the shepherd, and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them. And they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. Then Jesus goes on to say that he is the good shepherd and that his sheep must listen to his voice. But who are Jesus' sheep? We are, Hank. Jesus is saying he wants us to listen to his voice. But what does his voice sound like? Is it like booming thunder? Hello, this is Jesus. Or is it sweet, like when a daddy talks to his baby? (laughs) I love you so much. (laughs) Well, let's see what the Bible has to say about it. The first story that comes to mind is from the Old Testament book of 1 Kings. It's about Elijah. Oh, Elijah. I know about him. He was a prophet. Someone who shared messages from God with his people. That's right. And he was passionate, zealous, and even a little wild. You've probably heard about when Elijah was on Mount Carmel, and he had a showdown with some people who were worshiping fake gods. Or maybe you heard about he was taken to heaven in a chariot of fire. It sounds so cool. Yeah, but back to the showdown on Mount Carmel. Elijah saw that people were worshiping a false god called Baal, and that made him mad. Ah! So he challenged them. He said, let's both create an altar for our gods. You call on Baal to set fire to your altar, and I will call on the one true god to set fire to mine. We'll see who wins. So the people built a wooden altar and yelled out to Baal. Ah! But there was no response. They danced. No response. Elijah started to taunt them. Maybe he's just sleeping. Shout louder. But still, no response. 
Next, it was Elijah's turn. He built a stone altar and covered it with water, and then even more water, and then even more water again. Then Elijah cried out to the one true God and said, Answer me, Lord, so these people will know you are God. And suddenly the fire of the Lord fell and burned up everything on the altar, even the stone and the water. When all the people saw this, they cried, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Wow, Elijah was so cool. I want to be that cool someday, Sophie. Calling down the fire of the Lord, riding to heaven in a chariot of fire, living the dream. Sounds like you like fire, Hank. You better be careful with that. But also, Elijah was super awesome. He was a great prophet. And shortly after this, there's another story about Elijah where he was talking to God. So does the Bible describe God's voice in that story, Sophie? Well, let's check it out. Turn to 1 Kings chapter 19. The Lord said to Elijah, Go out and stand before me on the mountain. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by, and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And a voice said, what are you doing here, Elijah? Oh, so God's voice was a whisper. Hmm. But I remember a story from the New Testament where Jesus shouts. Oh, which story was that, Hank? Okay. Uh, flip to John chapter 11. There was a man named Lazarus who was friends with Jesus. Lazarus had two sisters. Mary and Martha. One day, Mary and Martha sent a message to Jesus saying, Lazarus was sick. But Jesus didn't get there fast enough. Lazarus died. When Jesus got close, Martha ran out to meet him. Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. I am the resurrection and the life. They went to Lazarus's tomb. And when Jesus saw Mary and Lazarus's friends crying there, he too wept. Then Jesus said, roll the stone aside. Martha protested, he's been dead four days. The smell will be terrible. But Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus did come out. Oh, wow. So earlier we found God's voice in a whisper. And now we're finding Jesus's voice is in a shout. You know you make me want to shout. Kick my heels up and shout. Yeah, Throw you make me my hands up and shout. Oh, man, you know what? I wonder if Lazarus walked out of the grave singing that song, Hank. Hey, uh, good joke, Sophie. I'm rubbing off on you. But seriously, if God's voice can be a whisper or a shout, how will we know what it sounds like? Well, let's think back to the beginning when we were talking about how Jesus is the good shepherd. How do sheep know their shepherd's voice? Good question. Hey, Let's ask Pastor Ben. Hey kids. So you know how it works with sheep. It's a lot like with your dog. When you call your dog, hey Fido, hey Fido, and Fido comes to you, it's kind of like that with sheep. Not only do the sheep know the shepherd's voice, but the sheep know their own name 
and the shepherd knows each sheep by name. So that's the way it is. When they hear the shepherd say their their name, when they hear the shepherd's voice, then it's a lot like it is with your parents. If your mom calls you on the phone and you hear mom say, hello, you know it's your mom and you know it's not somebody else. Even though she's only said one word, when mom says your name, like my name is Ben, when your mom says, Benjamin Music Mason, oh, I know I'm in trouble. But when your mom says, come here, Ben, it's kind of like that shepherd with that sheep. I know that my mom loves me. I know that my mom, even when she's mad, she wants what's best for me. And the only reason why she gets mad is because she she knows that there's better for me than, than what I'm uh, up to. So this is the way that it is with the shepherd. The shepherd always looks out for the sheep. The shepherd even lays his life down for the sheep. That's what we learned about on Good Friday and Easter. And so just like spending time with your mom ever since you were born, we spend time with God when we pray, when we read our Bible, and that's why we know the shepherd's voice. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah, I didn't know all that about sheep, but I love it. So, kids, what are some ways you can learn God's voice? Any ideas? Uh, I know that it's not God if it's tempting me to do something bad, but I know if it is God, that it is God if he's put, nudging me to do something good. I know it's God's voice when he helps me because he's always helped me before. I've gotten to know God's voice by talking to him and spending time with him. Great ideas, kids. When we read the Bible or talk to God and listen for him, then we'll get to know him even more. That's right. It's just like how we get to know our friends. We'll know God's voice by spending time with him. And there are tons of ways you can do that. And this is where your story connects with God's story, kids. You get to spend time with God. You get to know him and be close to him. You get to know his voice. And always remember, listeners, that you matter. You are loved and you are a part of God's story. God's Story for Kids. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of God's Story for Kids. It's easy to find us here each week by hitting the subscribe button and then let your friends know how much you love it. And if you're looking for more ways to plug into Lutheran Church of Hope's annual theme, The Whole Holy Bible in a Year, check out our website for weekly family devotions and other resources for kids and adults. And if you're local, we hope to see you at Hope Kids on weekends and Wednesdays. We'll see you next week. God loves you.